All right, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Hey, hey, how are you doing? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's been a hard week since we last recorded. It's been tough. Um, A lot of loss of life lately. Um, Of course, we we didn't record last week due to the tragedy that happened in Seoul on Halloween Mm -hmm. um, or over Halloween weekend. Um, where I think, what was it, over 150 people lost their lives. Um, it's absolutely terrible. Um, and yeah, Korea was, um, in a national period of mourning. Mm -hmm. And so we also decided to take part in that as BTS, K-pop podcasters. I just felt it was like the right thing to do. Yeah. We both did. So, um, yeah, we didn't record, but since we last recorded, there's just been, like, a a lot of people passing, like, rest in peace to Leslie Jordan. That was really sad to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, Take off from the Migos. That one, like, really hurt me a lot (sighs) this past week. Um course there was just like i mean just in general like you know the storms in the philippines we had our own storm in florida like there's just been like a lot of like death and like i don't know just like disasters going on lately and it's just really tough it's really tough mentally trying to like process all of this yeah i saw aaron carter passed away yeah yesterday as well yeah so i mean exactly it's just been pretty incessant um yeah as far as like Itaewon I don't even have the words it's just it's so horrible because from what I've seen online people repeatedly for hours before the event were like this is unsafe can you please do something and like nothing was done yeah so completely avoidable and like I saw people tweeting about how it's like the same generation in Korea that was impacted by the Sewol ferry disaster. And I feel like all of us have been really impacted by COVID and the pandemic and like <clears throat> loss of normalcy. So you want to go out for your first Halloween, you know, since the pandemic. And this is what happens. Like, I just don't know how you process that. Like, you can't even go and do normal things. It's just, it's, and, like, we've talked about this with other tragedies that have happened, too, but, like, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. I just cannot imagine being down there, personally experiencing that, the families having to go through that, like, people having to watch other people go through that. It's just a lot, so... I'm wishing well for everyone involved. Rest in peace to the people that lost their lives that day. It's just so sad. Yeah. That's horrible. Hopefully some kind of justice is served. I don't know what that looks like. but Yeah. I agree. I was just thinking that. 
Yeah. It's hard to like, you know, I'm not even directly impacted. I mean, obviously directly impacted by the pandemic and like all the disruptions we've had in the last two years, but like, how are people supposed to just like keep taking all this bad news day after day after day? Like, yeah. we're really not built for it mentally. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then you, you know, you want to be like supporting people and, you know, going to therapy, but it's not like that's affordable or even accessible for some people. So it's like, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know if we want to leave this or not, but it's also like election season in the U.S. and I just am not equipped for like what's about to play out there as well. I know. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. <sighs> I think all this bad news is like part of the reason I'm so reliant on BTS and why I'm so scared what the next two years will be. Like, watching these clips, like, this week and these shows, like, instant serotonin, right? And, like, what do we do when it's just relentlessly negative? Like, I guess we just have to find another positive outlet, you know? But. Yeah. I mean, I've been struggling with that as well. Like, I gotta find something else to enjoy. Because <laughs> this constant source of happiness is, like. I mean, of course, we can always go back and watch and watch the old stuff, but it's not the same. Exactly. So, <sighs> Yeah, I don't have much else to say, but I feel you on the bad news front. Yeah. I guess, should we dive into our topics for the week? I don't really know how to transition there. I know it's <laughs> abrupt, but, like, again, how do we switch gears? I just don't know. Yeah, there's, like, no... There's no good transition. I don't know. I, I hope everyone is finding ways to cope with all that's going on in the world. It is rough out here. It's rough. And it's, like, you you're just hoping that, like, things are going to get better, and then stuff like this happens it just i don't know it's tough it's tough um uh the morning period did end uh i believe it was this saturday or it was like the start of sunday so we have been getting content in the last few days guess that would be since yesterday huh <laughs> and then uh we also got some content from like u.s sources as well this week so where should we start i guess i i kind of want to start with Jin. okay because he was in the middle of promotions and stuff like right before Halloween and everything that unfolded then. So I don't really want to gloss over that, but I guess we could just go chronologically. 
start with his release of the astronaut. Yeah, definitely. Did you go to theaters to watch the live stream? I did not. How about yourself? I did, actually. I didn't have any concrete plans, but an army friend reached out to me, like, the day before and um, was like, do you want to go together? And I was like, absolutely. (laughs) What's that, like, TikTok audio? Like, do you wish to form an alliance with me? Yeah. Anyway, um, I took my army bomb to the theater. um, So I was that army. Um, The staff was like, what because before the movie i was like taking photos outside um of the like screening room being extra um but i walked in and and there was like a couple of people in the back and i was like are you here for gin and they like cracked up and then later i saw their post in like the like pittsburgh army facebook group or whatever about like me asking them that so it was kind of funny but i was like is that bad what was no no like it was i was like is that shane like what are they trying to maybe say? maybe i i chose to take it positively <laughs> maybe i'm just living in denial but they were like i mean we also like Coldplay, but yes we're here for gin so i mean i don't know i took it well i don't know now now i'll wonder i'll be up at night staring at the ceiling like was that an awkward moment that i interpreted positively <laughs> But, um, like, why is that funny? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Why is like that me funny? asking if they were there for Jen? Yeah, why is that funny? Why is that? Ha 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 ha. Need to go post about it in the Facebook group. What's funny about that? <laughs> I guess, um, why do you, you have, have to a- also prove that you're a Coldplay fan? <laughs> Chill out, it's not that deep. <laughs> Are you here for Jen or no? <laughs> like, it's a yes or no question. I mean, I personally wanted to like suss out the vibe before I was annoying the like crap out of everyone, you know? Like I'm like, is this an army crowd or a coldplay crowd? Which is why I asked. But yeah, I don't know. I guess they thought it was funny because I just point blank asked them directly. I don't I don't know. <laughs> you raised excellent points that I've not previously considered. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Great. You know, just me out here being socially awkward. I've had so many socially awkward moments lately. I'm like... You're not awkward. I don't like their energy. I don't like their energy. That's not you. I don't like their energy. (laughs) This is not a diss to you. This is a diss to them. (laughs) It's so funny. It's a yes or no question. This is not funny. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Um. <laughs> I will say I sat next to someone, um, and she was like, "Have you seen them in concert?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." And we had this whole conversation, and then like somewhere through the conversation, I realized that she was talking about Coldplay and I was talking about BTS. <laughs> she was like, "I just went to see them in DC," and I was like, "Uh." okay (laughs) we are not talking about the same thing like (laughs) but it was funny because she was um she was like an older woman as well um and she was like super into them and talking about the positive impact that like Coldplay had had on her life and how uplifting like the experience was and she was like really excited about the like light 
light up wristbands that Coldplay was giving out to people and she was like we got them for free and I was like yeah no I had to pay for this like pointing to my army bomb you know (laughs) I will always find a way to make a dollar but it was interesting because I think so often army are I don't know the expression like in our feels or like we think like we are the best and of course I also think that right like as an army but like seeing someone else who's part of a fandom who like also has a lot of like the same positive experiences it was just like this moment of like universal fandom you know so yeah and I was like crying when Jin came on or whatever and she was like comforting me and I was like this this Coldplay fan is so nice (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yes, I went to the theater. Short answer, it was awesome. Possibly encountered shade that I was just obliviously ignoring. Um, (laughs) You can't hurt me if I don't know that you're trying to hurt me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just out here (laughs) having a great time. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, how was the concert other than Jin? Um, It was fine. It was a long concert to, like, just see Jin, honestly. And he came out right at the end. Um, so it was like ye old award show experience where you're waiting like three hours. I mean, I know some Coldplay songs and I, I liked some Coldplay songs. Um, especially like some of the older ones that, you know, you just heard growing up. So that was, it was fine. It was enjoyable for me. It was also interesting to like, listen to Chris Martin, try to speak Spanish. I mean, you know, we've (laughs) talked about Buenos Aires before. It was just like kind of interesting from that aspect that crowd looked enormous and people were like definitely pushing and I was like I am very comfortable sitting here like in this recliner theater seat you know (laughs) like I'm great um I guess we can decide if we want to leave this on the track or off the track Chris Martin said some stuff before Jen came out and he did a speech and by and large I've seen people interpret it interpret it really positively i thought his speech showed his personal growth and i appreciated his honesty but for him to say that he thought k-pop was cringe i was kind of like i don't know i had this moment of feeling ultra defensive but maybe that's like an army stereotype her was also there i didn't know her was in buenos aires and she came out and performed a duet with chris martin and it was honestly like other than Jin probably a highlight because she's so amazing her voice is so good like she was so good at guitar yeah I know she was touring with them she that's like, why they were... looked beautiful it was just anyway sorry she was touring with them yeah that's why they were all hanging out together in DC that one time remember Coldplay mm. was here at the same time BTS mm-hmm. was and then her and Coldplay and BTS hang out so that's right um I didn't know if she was like going to be part of the, the actual sh- movie, though. So that's cool that she came out, did a song with them. And Chris Martin seems like a genuinely cool and wholesome. Like they did a song with an Iranian singer. I did not know who she was, but for like the women of Iran and like raising awareness at their concert and they were talking about how their their concert was powered entirely by like sustainable energy so like i think they're doing a lot of cool stuff and his speech was very heartfelt i was just like 
let's not like cast stones glass houses etc you know at least he's acknowledging it right because other artists would be too proud to acknowledge that they felt the same way still feel the same way right reason why they wouldn't want to work with bts or even just acknowledge them as a talent that they are so and he said it's like one of the most fulfilling or enriching relationships that the band has and like they're all close so it seems like the tides have really turned or like they all have like mad respect for each other so i mean it was cool yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah Jin did so well. Um, he and and the band had like great energy together. I'm assuming you watched the clip of of Jin's performance. Yeah, it was awesome. I was trying to assess how many army were like how many army were there for the show. Like, not that I need to see the numbers, but I just wanted to know like post announcement what happened. Did they announce it? Because I was curious about that as well, but I didn't see anything. I mean, they announced that Jin was going to be playing in Argentina, right? So I'm wondering. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I was asking, like, did they make an announcement of, like, XYZ Army were in oh, attendance no, no, no. or no, no, anything no. like that? No, no, no. I was just wondering, like, post that announcement, what was the influx of people that bought tickets? I followed this tattoo artist. I, f- I found her on TikTok. Um... But she does, like, BTS tarot tattoos. They're super cool. She does other BTS tattoos as well. And um, she and her friends were there, like, front row with that Argentina flag. Um, And, you know, I saw her excitement. So I know it was a strong contingent. And, like, even from the start of the concert, you could see, like, army bombs in the crowd. I will admit it wasn't as many army bombs as I thought there would be. So I don't know. Did like were there more army there, but they happened to not bring their army bombs, or maybe they didn't have one. I, you know, maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, or like maybe there just wasn't a lot of tickets left. Exactly. So not sure. Yeah, there were definitely some because the uh, the person next to me kept like nudging me when she saw one, you know, <laughs> and like I was like, yeah, like cool. So they're definitely there, but I was expecting like a sea of of army bombs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that movie, did that come out on the day of Jin's single release? Was it the exact same time? Mm-hmm. It but, was the same day. Like, okay. excuse me, I think it came out at, at midnight that day and that, that show was at like 8pm ET or something like that. Well, what did you think of the music video slash song, The Astronaut? Yeah, um, the song, I enjoy it. Um, I love the mix of, like, Korean and English lyrics. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like it. It is kind of, um, I don't say this disparagingly, it is kind of, like, easy listening vibes. I think on Running Man, they called it, like, pop rock or, you know. Um, it's just, like, a relaxing song. Um it definitely like on day one made it into my Spotify on repeat playlist <laughs> and it's staying in there. Um, 
Yeah, I really like it. It it made me very emotional thinking about, you know, the E word. I think Jen called it Voldemort at one point, you know, on his V Live. Um, but yeah, I mean amazing. Yeah, um I I enjoyed I really did enjoy the song. I think this is this is one of the Coldplay sounds that I, I do really enjoy. Um mm-hmm. so I was really like satisfied with the song that was released. Um like you said, it is a chill song, but it's also very touching. I'm like sometimes I'm like, I can't read these lyrics because <laughs> I'm not trying to cry. Like the and I love you mm-mm. stop. I know. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I can't. I can't do I've been extra Delulu lately, but I feel like Bangtan is making me Delulu, but we can drive dive more into that later. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. um the music video had a cool concept. I wasn't sure when he was saying or when it was said that he was going to be the astronaut what that meant. I thought he was going to be like kind of flying through space similar to the uh My Universe music video. They were like planet hopping or whatever i didn't know what he was really going to be doing as an astronaut but to see that he was like a alien on earth essentially um and i'm assuming at some point he was trying to get back home but didn't want to do that anymore he found his home um and he met a friend on earth um who cared for him and they made a special bond and he like had to like he said the concept of the music video was about like letting go and like I've supported you all this time now it's time for you to like be on your own and I'm like sir I'm not crying <laughs> exactly <laughs> like <sighs> screaming um Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's like really touching but I can't like again the shutter it was similar to like yet to come he's like looking at the camera and I'm like don't give me that look stop <laughs> don't be suspicious Uh-oh. don't be suspicious especially because with yet to come we were like what is this but now that we know what it is like it hurts like just <laughs> it hurts like, a little bit we more. could be like haha I'm nervous but we could pretend like, right because we knew but we definitely like put our heads into the sand now there's no sand exactly. <laughs> the sand is gone Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to getting the album, which I know we're not going to get for a whole other month. <laughs> it's been 84 <laughs> years. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to getting the album and looking through the jacket photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So I watched that video as well, and um, I really enjoyed his concept. One thing he said, which we were also talking about in our group chat today, was he revealed that he was wearing a wig. And honestly, I'm gagged because I just did not know that he was wearing a wig. Like, I felt ghastly because I convinced myself. I was like, maybe he just grew his hair. Like, I just didn't. I, I was like, his hair wasn't that long. So how did it get that long? But I was just like, no, that's just his hair. Like, I just didn't think anything of it. And he was like, yeah, I got a wig on. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was fooled. That's a good wig, honestly. 
After we saw that, though, like, I when I was watching Running Man today, I was like, is this also a wig? Like, you know, some of their activities were yes. water-based and stuff, and I was like, um, are, are, are you good? But it, it seemed fine. Because I'm like, <laughs> part of the jacket shoot, he wasn't wearing the wig. Then he was. The music video, he obviously was wearing the wig. Mm-hmm. But he was also wearing the wig during the V-Live. And I... Th- was he wearing it at the Argentina show? I mean, his hair looked long and fluffy there. I think he I don't, was. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. So maybe it's just like a promotion thing. Like, you know, yeah. I, I put the wig on to promote, which I get it. I get it. Um, I, too, like to throw on a different wig when I want to change up my mood. So I <laughs> I get it. Um, I just was like, I don't know. I was like, this is his hair. But I'm like, no, it's not. Like, I'm <laughs> over here trying to convince myself. I was like... Wasn't his hair that long when he was doing that V Live when he was in LA? Which I'm assuming now that that's what he was doing in LA. And we were like, what is BTS doing? They just kept taking all these flights. I'm assuming that's what he was doing, was filming this this video when he was there playing video games and screaming. But then I went back and looked and his hair wasn't that long. I I had like imagined it. I like created a false memory that his hair did look like (laughs) that. I guess that's the ultimate sign of a wig. You like a good wig. You backfill your memories to be like the wig is accurate. Exactly. I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Jen had posted, he did like a photo dump of a ton of photos on his Instagram. Um, I was thinking it was like maybe Chris Martin's like country house or something. Is that where they filmed the music video? Were those like music video outtakes or was he just like on vacation somewhere in the mountains? So there was a room and that was in Korea. I guess they came back and filmed in Korea for part of it. The Mm -hmm. first part was in LA. I don't know. Um, where they were I, sh- I shouldn't say LA it was in California somewhere I don't know where mm-hmm. they were looked like they were in the wild wild west for one point when he was like biking down that road I don't know where they were honestly <laughs> this entire like Bongton new chapter um everyone catching flights not feelings it's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego like where in the world is Bangtan Sonia and Don like I have no idea as it should be I guess but um I kind of like to know where they're at I think you said that once like I just like to keep track of like what continent are you on I'm just nosy I'm just nosy I'm like where are you going you didn't tell me where you was going you're you're just gonna leave I have separation anxiety. Right. Don't leave me. Considering we live about as far from Korea as one can live. Like, exactly on planet Earth. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, I didn't get to finish Jin on Running Man. I only got up to them pretty much selecting selecting who was going to be on which team which was funny i didn't realize running man was going to be two hours i was like oh i'm gonna knock this out so long no i finished it six (laughs) minutes before i had to leave for zumba i was like screw like bye i was like yeah i'm gonna knock this out it's probably like 45 minutes like you know an hour plus commercials no 
the SpongeBob voice to Alia's Olivia. <laughs> exactly. So I I have to finish afterwards, but um, it was funny seeing them select their teams. I'm like, in the way they were like, oh, I don't want to see this girl's expression. She's gonna be like so annoying whenever she meets oh, Jen. Oh, I was God. like, can y'all lay off her a little bit? I mean, it was kind of like, don't expose her like that. Let her have her moment. I I mean, it was kind of funny that she did exactly what they said she was going to do, but it was still like, why does that bother you? Like, why is it bothering you? Literally put in my notes, they were like, oh, look, she's dressed up today. I'm like, no, no. She always looks like that. Her hair always looks like that. You don't expose her. Because she wasn't even special. It wasn't even special. She was just like regular. Why y'all hating? But even if she did dress up, like, you keep your mouth shut. If exactly. she's having her moment, like, let her have her moment. <laughs> like, the way I mean, they were, they were like, like she's so basically annoying. making her seem like a whore, because they were like, every guy that she comes on, she, like, falls, every guy that comes on the show, she falls in love with them, or whatever, and I'm just like. Okay, and? She has to spend every day with you, scrubs. Like, Exactly. Shut yeah. <laughs> the f*** up, mind your business. Oh, I didn't like that. So. Meanwhile, like three of those guys are married, so maybe all of them. Like, she might be single. Relax. <laughs> I don't even know. And if she's not, again, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> Y'all probably come on here when there's women on here that you think are attractive and you fawn and fiend for them, so let her do her thing. I literally put in my notes, this is, I'm assuming this is all off track, but this is definitely off track. The amount of, I don't even know if this is a word, like, that was going on like they were the way they were sucking up to kim sok jin so hard in like saying like how rich he is and like oh he bought my drinks and like wow like i was like they kept saying like at one point i think it was when they were choosing teams like jin is the richest one here and i was like y'all are awkward stop talking about the fact that he has money like i can't explain it i was just like and they kept being like, whatever he wants. Does he want this food? Does he want this? Like, they talked about how Bongtan had been on there one other time six years ago. And yeah. they had them lifting, like, heavy crates. And then there was one other episode in 2018 where I guess the other Sok Jin called Jin. And he was in the Netherlands sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you have to talk about a phone call you made in 2018, you are pulling from slim pickings. I don't know. I was getting like weird vibes. Again, maybe I'm just crazy defensive. Like maybe I'm leaning into the stereotype here, but I was like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I see you. And like the way they were treating the like female host, I'm like, this isn't even subtle sexism. I really only cared about Jen's morning voice in that phone call. Right? That's all I was focused on. Let's see. I'm looking through my notes. Oh, well, when they were in the vans, um, Chungguk and, and Jin were talking, and um, they were just, like, flattering each other maybe too much, you know? Um, and Jin was like, I think Chungguk said, like, foreigners will think you're in high school or whatever, because Jin's like, I'm 31, which, like, again, what age are any member of BTS ever? Like, Jin, I'm also 31, so <laughs> question mark. Um but my one coworker, when she saw that, not the one who's like a fan, but a different one, um, sent like she saw that they, you know, had to enlist, and she like sent me her condolences or whatever, and she was like, "I didn't realize they were your age," and I was like, "Yes, 
in fact but okay <laughs> but anyway so like they were joking but i'm like but actually kind of you know like because i'm like i don't think y'all realize this that's what always gets me when people think that bts fans are all like you know 13 14 year olds i'm like these are grown men like there's grown women watching them because they're the same age what did she think until now <laughs> what were her thoughts until this very moment like that she's reading about enlistment but also i don't care but like i mean that's probably also why they think we're insane but also like let's get into the infantilization of asian men but we don't have time for that exactly <laughs> anyway um yeah all the notes uh the one guy says i address any rich man as my older brother it was the guy they called inspector gadget when he got in with the trench <laughs> and i was like first of all these discus um and jenny immediately was like okay and then called him like <laughs> how do i don't know how do you explain it yeah like, like he spoke his dong saying basically <laughs> yeah without honorifics <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, if you're gonna call me older, then, like, Jim, that's the thing I love about Jen, he's always, like, having fun, but, like, he's gonna put you in your place at the same time. Like, I think we were talking about in Nothing Much Prepared, like, he will just end you immediately. <laughs> he has, like, peak comedic timing. I wish I had the, like, mental dexterity to just have comebacks like that, or just, I can't, like, I suck at that, so I, I admire his... His his wit, his quickness to come back with so him. yeah yeah got him sniped immediately. Jen <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeps threatening them, saying he'll post like negative things on social media if they're mean to him, and it was really funny because everyone was like getting stressed out. They do this game where they can only speak English, which was so chaotic as you can imagine. But then the staff is like, no, everyone's level of English is too low. And you can, now you can only speak Korean. And suddenly when they switch to only speaking Korean, suddenly everyone is speaking English. And it's like, <laughs> like, again, I commend you. I couldn't do it in Korean. That's not slander. But like, why is it like the opposite? You know, <laughs> so it was really funny. Um. They were asking Jen a bunch of questions about, like, have you been to a, invited to a house, like, a celebrity house party? Have you been invited on a yacht? Have you, like, who's the coolest person you met? Or, like, and he talked about, like, John Legend whipping some albums out of his backpack and, like, asking them to sign. And, like, that was, like, a crazy moment or whatever. But he kept asking, like, he couldn't remember. And I couldn't figure out if it was some kind of, like, shtick or joke. Like, how do you not remember John Legend? So, but... They kept, like, talking over each other and cutting him off, and I was like, no, like, stop talking. I want to hear about Jin going to a house party, because he started to say he was invited but didn't go, and they were like, well, who was it? And then people are all, like, screaming, and I'm like, no, I, I the people want to know, like, stop, <laughs> stop talking. <clears throat> I want to hear Jin. Um... He likes slanders RM, which I'm not going to dive into, but, um... Jen slanders RM? Yeah, they have to do this game where it's, like, we've seen it before, but it's, like, the... They say something you agree with, and you have to be, like, no, that's not true. So they were, like, Jen, you think you're really hot, and he has to be, like, no, 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 that's not the case. I'm not that hot. Or, uh, like, that game, yeah. So they were, like, you really love your leader, RM, and he's, like, no, I don't he's annoying that he's so smart why are you so smart and like 
then he was like do i need to like apologize but like at the same time i'm like i am slander i cannot like if anyone can do it it's Jin. but like i was like ah i mean hopefully that was part of the game he didn't actually feel that way no (laughs) and then Jin was immediately like do i have to apologize and they're like it's part of the game but like i wonder if he got some side eye the next time or will get side eye the next time they see each other like um at one point both teams had negative points and i was like how does this even happen um i'm looking there's like yeah at one point jungkook makes like some salty bts always wins comment and i'm like be careful karma (laughs) like tread carefully because like they're doing that that pirate game where you put the swords in and the pirate will like pop out you know what i'm talking about we've seen it yeah um and this is when he was like yanking people and like body slamming and generally causing chaos and like Jin's team still won despite Jungkook having the physical advantage um well and he at least he got mad. one thing right BTS will always win in the end exactly <laughs> exactly and I was like yeah now they always win but like to act like they've had an easy road or like I don't know I'll stop there with running man <laughs> All right. Um, we have one other gen topic. You sent the article to me. Do you want to talk about that? I sent the article to you. Why do I have ten second memory? Um, I believe his name is Park Min Soo, right? Oh yeah. Went on a show with Jin. Uh, I'm sorry. Jin went on his show. Um, mm-hmm. recently, of course. For promotions and the article is talking about how bts confronted i shouldn't say confronted bts met him in the bathroom um earlier on in their career in 2014 or sometime earlier on in their career and asked for like an autograph or take a picture with him mm-hmm. and he like was really cold to them and was like leave me alone pretty much um, only for them to meet again later on, 2018, sometime around there. And, of course, mm-hmm. he wanted to take a picture with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if he initiated it or BTS asked again, like, can we take a picture? But, of course, this time he was all for it because they were 2018 BTS and not 2014 BTS. Again, with, like, Jin gently roasting you or comedic timing, it's, like, a very lighthearted conversation, but... I don't know. Okay. So on the one hand, like everyone has bad days. I can see like wanting to be left alone in the bathroom, whatever. But I feel like in general, just be nice to people, right? Like should be a good rule. And here's why you be nice to people because. Okay. Now forget 2018 BTS. I mean, don't, but like now you have 2022 BTS, right? And now this guy is trying, he was like, well, he's basically like, I have my stuff out i was peeing (laughs) but like jen's like no that's not how it went down you were washing your hands and like the guy was like getting flustered and it's like this comedian had previously said that he was very apologetic for how he acted but like if you're apologetic don't try to gaslight jen like and everyone to like make yourself look better you know what i mean just be honest about what went down be like i'm sorry i had a bad day or I don't know like 
I just get the ick. Like, I mean, Jin is obviously on the show. Like, he chose to go there, but, like... Just, it's just the way this this guy's energy that he's bringing yeah. him, like, miss me with that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's just interesting the way the brain works. Like, again, trying to create a false memory to, like, soften the blow of something that you know you did that was wrong. <laughs> and then trying to tell the person that it happened to you that it didn't actually happen the way <laughs> that it did in reality. So that you can make yourself seem better. And on your web show right like not only are you lying to yourself about what happened you're lying to like your audience it's, it's a bit a- embarrassing <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing it's something i would take to the grave honestly <laughs> i wouldn't even talk about it. i would just be like you know what dog i was i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i was i was really tripping that day i'm sorry <laughs> there's no sugarcoating i don't have to try to explain myself to be like you know what you're right that was bad I love that Jin's not letting anyone off the hook. Like, I just love that for him and for us. <laughs> yeah. That's why I because say BTS are always going to win in the end. Like, exactly. <laughs> they're going to have the last laugh. Like, this guy needs to go put on his clown makeup right now. Like, it's just annoying that people that are in a position of power feel like they can just treat anyone any way that they want to right um i'm sure that they weren't in like some public restroom so it wasn't just like it was just anybody coming up to him and asking him for a picture right clearly these were his peers even though you're senior to them you could treat them with kindness you could say i'm sorry but you know i just don't have the time or you know i'm not able to take a picture right now maybe we can like do so later but to like brutally brush them off it's like who do you think you are (laughs) You think you're so top-notch, but now look at you. <laughs> well, I was going to say, obviously he didn't view them as peers if he felt like he could just be rude to them, like he felt superior in some way. Well, exactly. Um, That's the issue. Like, even if you are seniors and then they are technically still, like, your peers in the industry, you don't have to be, I'm not going to curse, but you don't have to be rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, like, even if you don't view them as equals, why not be nice to the kids that you know are coming up? Like, even if you meet, like, a fan on the street, like, would he act that way? Probably not, because he'd be worried about his image, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just seems odd. I'm not famous. I'm not an old comedian, but, like, I'd be so flattered if someone enjoyed my work enough that they wanted to, like... (laughs) Take a picture with me. I don't know. Right. Like, I'm not expecting celebrities to have to extend the amount of kindness and grace to every single person that they meet that wants to take a picture with them. But I just feel like considering that situation, like BTS being who they were, like up and coming rookies, clearly like they weren't just like any old random person on the street. Like, even if you didn't want to take a picture, you could have turned them down nicely. (laughs) Like, there's just so many other ways to go about it. But that showed his true character in that moment. At least he was uh, repentful. <laughs> I guess, but it doesn't even seem that way. I mean, maybe to your point, he's lying to himself. But like, I think if you were repentful, you wouldn't even bring it up. You would be like, I'm actually genuinely embarrassed. Or you would just be like, I don't know. Not like, oh, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. It leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. So. Yeah. 
I have no other context to judge this guy on. And of course, I'm like mad. As I already said numerous times, I'm like mad defensive when it comes to BTS. So sorry that I'm in my like army Suga 93 feels, but um, this guy can, my, my Jin 92 feels, he can miss me with that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even watch the whole video. I don't know if it's fully translated yet, but it was this guy's YouTube show. So who knows? Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Just read the article. <laughs> BTS is better than me. I'll say that. <laughs> they are better than me. Thank God they are so humble and so kind. My petty butt is not forgetting anything. Because I just wouldn't have come on the show. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, I choose what shows I go on. I'm done. I'm good. Exactly. Unless you went on solely for that, in which case. <laughs> oh, remember that one time? Yeah, I'm not coming through. Sorry. It's just crazy knowing that Jen is now in that position of power where he can make a joke like that. Or, you know, he can bring it up and it's it's nothing to him at this point. I mean, they literally have nothing to lose. Right. <laughs> it's me. I win. You lose. Oh. Yeah, Jen's been on fire lately. Yeah, the the variety of shows that he's doing is pretty cool. He's hanging with these comedians or, I don't know, that Young G show was insane. It's just, it's on brand. Even on Running Man with all of the, like, stuff we were talking about, I was like, I want this so bad. Like, while I was watching it, I was like, what have I done wrong in my life that I am not a comedian on Running Man? Like, what path did I choose wrongly? Meanwhile, me, born in the U.S., barely speaks three words of Korean, but I'm like, where did I go wrong? Like, I just... I know we've talked about it, and I know you've said it would be so chaotic, I was also watching that run BTS episode on the floaty, the like pool floaty thing. They're in the lake, you know, running the obstacle course, that iconic one. And um, I was just like, I want to do this so bad. Like, or if not me, like a more coordinated army than me, but like, I want like army BTS versions of all these reality variety shows whatever you want to call them i know people would get doxxed i know they would have to vet people (laughs) our world is not good enough for this but in some better universe i like want to see it so bad Mm. imagine the chaos it'd be fun like army just body checking these different comedians (laughs) like boom done (laughs) tackled (laughs) Yeah, get John Cena on the show. <laughs> like, he can be the army that goes. Like, let's do it. <laughs> Celebrity army and BTS, please. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Hi, here's some free ideas. Because we know you like them. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to take them for free. So at least I'm offering it for free. Exactly. <laughs> opens up the side of his van and is like it's for free (laughs) anyway um 
yeah what else anything else on Jin? because i know we have to talk about our leader the man the myth the legend kim namjoon in a minute as well Mm, that's all that's all i have looking at our bullet point list well i guess before we dive into rm stuff do you want to do a comedic announcement of the article that you sent me (laughs) (laughs) since we talked about the article i sent you let me open it up so i can get the story right um you know sometimes i hate all k-pop but sometimes they have trash that i enjoy um i feel like this is one of them (laughs) and this was just messy um so i think the story was that i don't know if it was all the bts members or just jk went to a government office um i think it was like a passport office um Something to do with, like, uh, yeah, it was, he, he lost his hat in the waiting room of the passport department at the Foreign Affairs Ministry. Um, so someone who works there realized that JK lost his hat, and instead of taking it to lost and found or trying to find some way to get this hat back to JK, he was like, you know what? I smell a come up. I am going to take this hat. <laughs> And I'm going to sell it online for... It was over $7,000. I remember $7, that. $7,000. 10 Korean won. I'm going to sell this hat online that belongs to JK. Not my own article of clothing. I'm going to sell this hat that belongs to someone else. And get a bag. Scammers lost on this one today. Like, scammers down one point because Mans is now going to jail. <laughs> he took the post down. But, um. I was wondering if he sold it. I missed that part. <laughs> so I guess no one actually bought it. So no he one didn't actually even acquire the bag. No, no one actually bought it. He deleted the post and he turned himself into police um, after he received much criticism because people were like, uh, hello. So they charged this person with embezzlement of lost articles. Um, He admitted to the allegations and they are trying to look into the legal basis of seeing if they could charge him with occupational embezzlement instead. (sighs) Again, don't cross BTS. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, okay, so I'm curious, like, what was the intentionality? I mean, JK lost his hat and like this guy found it. Or this person, I don't know if it's a guy, this person, whoever. Um, and then they're like, oh, I'll sell this. Or like they saw JK leaving it and were like, oh, I'm not going to say anything, snatch that up. Like when it's an occupational embezzlement, I was like, were they like, oh, he left his hat on the share and I could still get it to him, but I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> like, I, I don't think know. that's what, okay, there was an article prior to this that came out. And it was saying that, like, it was in lost and found for, like, X amount of days. But I'm like, are you over lost and found? Because I just don't believe that, like, <laughs> you reported it properly or you were like, hey, this is, like, BTS JK's hat. Like, it's lost and found here if he comes back. To- like, you didn't tell anybody. I don't think it was really in lost and found. Like, I think it was in your possession <laughs> for X amount of days. And you were like, well, no one's looking for it. So I guess. 
I can put it on Poshmark <laughs> or whatever, like, the Korean equivalent is Jeez. so that I can get money off of it. Like, what? What is the thought process? Like, it's funny because it's so unhinged, but it's also so unhinged. It is kind of saucing behavior. Like, we are talking about, like, people, like, you can't use a tissue and people are going to try to sell it. Like, you leave your hat a government office and even the government workers are, like, money signs in the eyes. Like, Imagine being JK and you're like, dang, I lost my hat. And then you get online and you see it's on sale for, like, 10 million <laughs> Again, flashback to, I think we, well, this was kind of in one of the bonus episodes, I think, Uh, so we can cut this if you want, but that MP3 player that Hobie gave away, like, did someone who won that try to resell that? Do they have it? Like, what are the market for some of these things? I guess once you buy something like that, it is yours, so you can, like, do whatever you want with it, but it's the fact that this person did not buy it. (laughs) They acquired it exactly to illegal means. It's not stealing, stealing adjacent. Exactly. Oh, man, that's crazy. What's wrong? How would you feel if you were, like, that's where that went? I'd have Although if he's JK, he, I would just buy it back. Here's seven thousand. Give me my hat back. Although that would be extortion. <laughs> nah, I'm reporting you. I'm at least like if I'm not trying to report you to the police, I'm reporting you to get the post down. Like, fam, be for real. That's my hat. <laughs> Ten million Korean won. That is nuts. Seven thousand dollars for a hat. Be serious. Would you buy a hat that, like, was from a member of BTS? Like, if you knew it was, like, Namjoon's hat, would you spend $7,000 to get a hat? Kelly! <laughs> the answer should come out in point one second. <laughs> if it was legally offered and I had $7,000 to spare, who knows? <laughs> in this exact situation it's no but like would i buy something i mean how is that if if legally acquired how is it different than the grammy auction where their their dynamite outfits went for like 50 grand a pop or whatever i want to know what people did with those i have to assume they're going to museums right because if it's just going to your house i'm asking questions I wouldn't even want it in my house. Like, the liability of... I don't know. But how would anyone know? Unless you, like, invited them over and you were like, look at my display of BTS <laughs> done in my outfit. Like, oh, how charming. Yes, yes. Like, um, a regular burglar wouldn't go into your house and know what that is. I would be like, why do you have a mannequin with <laughs> clothes on it in the corner of your living room? <laughs> like, I have other questions. Exactly. Wait, okay, so you see a hat that you know that Yoongi has worn or J Hope has worn. You have seven thousand dollars. Do you buy the hat? See, this is the thing. Do I have seven thousand dollars? But I'm saying, okay, if money is not an object to you, like you're laughing at me pausing, but like if you could afford it, would you do it? I feel like there's worse things to spend $7,000 on. I was laughing because having $7,000 to spare didn't cross my mind because money don't work for me like that. (laughs) 
I don't think about money that way. But and when you put it like that, what am I doing with the hat? Again, like I'm spending seven thousand dollars to like have it in my room as some like relic, because I'm not wearing the hat. I don't want to take. No, you it. don't wear it. It's like football people that put like signed jerseys and frames and stuff. Get like one of the wig stand heads and like put the hat on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Me, like, not even having access to that kind of money is fighting with my like any kind of rationale I would have. To- <laughs> Like, I can't even fathom it. That's what's my problem right now. I can't even I fathom. I mean, claim, claim having that kind of money for yourself. Like, press like and retweet claiming. Um, I can't. But, like, even oh. if you have the $7,000 to, like, not have a use for that $7,000 other than the hat, that's, like, a different kind of money. You know what I mean? Right. If I just had $7,000 sitting in the bank, you're probably not immediately, like, buying a hat. Because I'm thinking, what was that? Was it during Halloween? Northwest Kim Kardashian's daughter was wearing like Michael Jackson's smooth criminal hat and I was just like what kind of money do you have to get like Michael Jackson's original like smooth criminal hat you got to have Kim Kardashian money me right now I can't even fathom that but I'm like yeah maybe if I had Kim Kardashian money I would just buy this hat like it's the same thing right I mean think about I, I know that they haven't accepted gifts for like probably five years if not longer at this point like do you remember when army were straight up buying like jk gold bars for his birthday like those things are like 100k i don't even know how much they are actually because i don't have gold bar money but like (laughs) you're willing to just i mean some of that's crowdsourced right i love fan sites and stuff but like right okay so you give away 10 grand to pay for one tenth of a gold bar like obviously you have some kind of money where you could just eat that you know right although if i win this powerball catch me with all the hats uh (laughs) you'll come over to my house and be like what's that i'll be like uh i i guess if you just have the money to blow if you have the money to blow yeah do whatever (laughs) you want with it to spend seven thousand dollars on a hat saying that out my mouth feels wrong <laughs> no, you're energy. Someday, years down the road, you'll be like, I don't want to be. No, being a person who's not had that kind of money, if I suddenly became someone that had that kind of money, I don't want to turn into the person that's just like, well, I have seven thousand dollars. Let me just spend it on it. Someone else's hat, like. <laughs> I don't want to become that kind of person. I mean, like, I'm assuming in, like, the hierarchy of needs, all your shelter is met, all your family shelter is met, debts paid off, no debt, multiple vacation homes, like, multiple charity donations. Like, at that point, like, it's so far down the list of things that money is just no object to you. I guess. I'm just like, you know what you could do with $7,000? And I could just think of a million things that's not buying a hat <laughs> that someone else wore. <laughs> but I get it. If you have that kind of cash, sure, spend it however you want, I guess. I think this is the danger, though. Like, in my head, the only constraint 
Okay, maybe not the only, because that sounds alarming. The primary constraint in my, like, Bongton fandom is, like, funds. Because, like, I would be interested in <laughs> purchasing a legally for sale hat if I had the kind of money to do that. Like, I want what's being sold, period. And that's the problem. <laughs> that is fundamentally the problem. Like, hyper-capitalist over here. But I'm like, uh... What is Hybe slash Weaver is selling me today because I am interested? I guess my thought is like if I had a limited funds that I could spend on BTS, my my first thought wouldn't be let me buy like some article of clothing that's on auction from them. It would be like let me travel the world to follow them while they're like on tour or like let me buy all of the merch that Hybe puts out without having to like care about shipping and <laughs> all other kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah the thought of somebody having seven thousand dollars to spend on a hat makes me mad <laughs> obviously though people didn't at least not without a certificate of authenticity because it didn't sell right right so, i have yeah. to believe there is at least one jungkook stand out there that has the funds and is unhinged enough to want to purchase the hat. Also not for the track. <laughs> I'm sure Kim Kardashian spent more money than $7,000 getting Michael Jackson's smooth criminal hat. Although, like, when you're Kim Kardashian, I don't even think you need money for some things. Like, you're beyond money. Like, the Marilyn Monroe dress. That was just lent to her, right? Yeah. And then she damaged it. So, whoever's loaning out the smooth criminal hat, I hope they, they know her track record with loaned items, but... Because even if I even appreciate that, like, does she uh, know the significance? Well, like, even if I'm, let's just say she is a fan, right? right? I know there's some kids that could be fans of Michael. Sure. Let's just say she is a fan of Michael. If I'm buying a hat that is like an antique, like it has that much significance, I'm not giving it to my 10 year old child to wear for Halloween. But again, I don't have the kind of money where like, rule like it's not a rule but just like that kind of thought doesn't even apply like that's not even going to cross her mind because it doesn't have like the same significance to her as it would to me a brokey <laughs> i think there is the danger of like nothing having significance though like you would probably appreciate that hat well obviously you would more than like she would right I feel like you would treat it with respect and like whatever. Because, like I mean, you it's said, it's fundamentally just an item, but like. Yeah. Right. But, like you said, framing it like you do with the signed football jerseys. That's yeah. what I would do if I spent $7,000 on ex BTS members' hat. Oh, for sure. It's like in a climate controlled room and <laughs> people are t wearing gloves when they touch it. I'm yeah. not touching it, I'm not holding it, I'm not putting it on. No one else is touching it. Actually, like, stay six feet away from it. Look at it from afar. <laughs> Don't even breathe on it too much. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Obviously, you need people that will do that, though, for, like, preservation of articles, right? Like, think about, like, the Beatles. 
like memorabilia or like an old guitar that Elvis had or I don't even care like pick your thing right but like you need people that have the money to buy these things to then be able to like preserve these things right but yeah it's not me (laughs) (laughs) oh anyway I don't know how we got here we've been debating this for like at least (laughs) half an hour Um, so yeah, also in other news, I think last time on the podcast, we were talking about Nam Jim posting on Instagram saying he was going to be releasing the album of, of his 20s, but we didn't know mm-hmm. when that was coming. Um, but there was a news article that was released. I don't know how these people get this information, but there was talks that Nam Jim's album was going to be released on like the 25th of November or I don't even know if that mm-hmm. was the date, but sometimes towards the end yep. of this year. Um, and of course, Hyde was like, mind your business. Like, can you just wait for us to release it? <laughs> I feel so bad. They can't keep nothing under wraps. <laughs> Again, like who is the person risking their job every day for all these like, <laughs> high bleaks? Hmm. And also, can we interview you? <laughs> And this makes sense because I feel like, did we have this discussion on the podcast? I can't remember. There was some talk of like the members releasing, like there was a schedule and it was saying that two people would like release in like the same time, like like the same month or like something the same time frame. I was like, how are they going to do that? Like, how would they promote around the same time? And I'm like, Jen and I'm doing promoting back to back. That lines up. Sophie's was quite long, I feel like. Yeah, it was. In between. Um, but here's Jen and Namjoon lining up back-to-back, so somebody had some insight there. I have a feeling that Yoongi's on deck pretty soon as well. It might be, like, early 2023. Well, maybe January. I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't know. We, we, we're going to talk about him later, but he is... Uh, releasing lots of really professional looking pictures and apparently it's like recreating some album art so mm. I'm like this has to be my spidey senses are tingling quit <laughs> toying with me I've I, known you for long enough at this point I saw a picture today of Jimin in the studio with the choir and I'm like so Jimin could come out anytime soon like we just don't have we have no idea what the schedule is like anymore it's just surprises one after the other. Whether it's a book, it's an album, it's something. <laughs> Hype again. Surprise, shorty. Like, <laughs> can't yeah. keep up. Yeah. Yeah, so also June was featured. I didn't watch the full video. I read the full article, um, but he and Pharrell are in Rolling Stones November are musicians on musicians. And so he and Pharrell did this really interesting interview. I couldn't really tell who's interviewing who. I think it's June interviewing Pharrell, but it's basically like a conversation um, between like a mentor and a mentee in a way. Um, while also like respecting the mad success that RM and BTS have already had, but um, they were hinting at like album release in that interview as well. I think June said he was like ninety percent done, and Pharrell offered to help with the last ten <laughs> percent. Shoot your shot, but uh, 
And also, Pharrell indicated that they have a collab with BTS coming out on, I think, his next album, right? Yes. Called so Friends. So, going on there from all directions. Yeah. Yeah. So, much to look forward to. I don't know when that album's going to come out, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I love this interview. Well, I don't even, like you were saying, can you even call it an interview? It was a conversation. I feel like this is when we get BTS best interviews. When we get to see P- BTS connect with people who are actually interested in them and seem to like genuinely care about them um, or like genuinely following their career and their past. You know, we get on here, we rant about journalists just doing the bare minimum with interviews or just asking them the most insane questions. Um, but I love that there was like this like give and take between the two. It wasn't just like Namjoon interviewing Pharrell or Pharrell interviewing Namjoon. It was a really insightful conversation between two people who seem to genuinely care about each other's art. And that's what I was going to say next too. It was like a very, it wasn't process driven and that it was super technical, but it was kind of like, how do you make music? What inspires you? What's your process? Like it was the kind of questions that I feel like people are always begging people to ask BTS, but instead we're getting like, what kind of pizza roll would you be if you were a pizza roll? Or like, I don't watch, know, like who's watch your me celeb stick crush? Butter in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. So I feel like this was like top tier, like the kind of interviews we want. Now that being said, there were some things that stressed me out, like specifically. Well, okay, two things. I'll get one thing out of the way first. Pharrell says the f word. Uh in the video i saw this clip of the video he's like oh i'm sorry i don't want to offend your fans so like kudos for being a respectful king but then namjoon's immediately like they're not like that and i'm like again like who does pharrell think that we are that i'm a 13 year old who again no disrespect to 13 year olds who's never heard the f-bomb like june was barking at me on stage this is the guy that says put your mother effing hands up every chance he gets like expensive girl exists and he referenced it like you think I'm going to be offended by the F-bomb for L? Like, I'm a 31-year-old woman with a job who pays taxes. But anyway, aside from that, like, loved the interview. <laughs> but um, June's, the other thing that really stressed me out, and then I'll see the floor, is that June was like, what do you do? Like, Pharrell's talking about the pressure and artists he's, he's met where there's, like, a lot of pressure on the artist to, like you know, like you had a positive impact on me or, you know, I I really relied on your music and how draining that can be to the person. And then June was also talking about, it's been a few days since I read this, so I might be jumbling pieces together, but like, what do you do if you lose your inspiration? And Pharrell was like, don't give up, like, just try different things, blah, blah, blah. And like, this is a repeated theme we've been hearing like since the dinner and before. And I'm just like, maximum stress. Like, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) So I didn't really enjoy, I enjoyed reading it, but I was also like, I am stressed out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't think about the the F-bomb thing in that way, but I guess it could be. I didn't know if he was just simply trying to be like respectful and not cursing, but then June was cursing anyway, like in the same interview. So (laughs) like he didn't care. Um, 
yeah, for me, it was him talking about how he, he reached a point of being like, like, what am I, a diplomat? Like, you know, I'm going to the UN and speaking. Like, I was just like a 14-year-old kid who just likes to, like, write lyrics and, like, rap or whatever. And now I'm here at the UN. Um, And I think that was... I think that was important for us to hear. I mean, we love to... How do I say this? We love to talk about BTS achievements highly and them doing things like going to the UN. Which, of course, isn't a bad thing, us talking about them or BTS doing those things. But hearing that they're having reservations about being in those positions of power... I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, he just kept repeating, like, you know, I'm human, so I'm going to have moments where I'm, like, really nervous or, you know, I feel like I'm not living up to something or knowing that I have, like, a bunch of... I have a lot of pressure in order to, like, deliver something as an artist. It's refreshing to hear, but also it was kind of hard to hear him say that, honestly. Yeah, agree. We've just held them in, like, such high regard for doing things like going to the UN or meeting President Biden or whatever. Just doing these, like, astronomical, successfully successful things that other artists don't get the chance to do because they're not in the same position as BTS. But even BTS themselves are like, what am I doing? I mean, it's kind of relatable. Like, you ever just been in a point in your life where you're just like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Like, this is not what I set out to do. Like, yeah. or I'm I'm doing what I thought I wanted to do, but this is not the way that I thought it was going to play out. <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing right now? <laughs> yeah. Pharrell, see prior comment. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think it's hard to hear because we value those things so much for them like how scary must it have been to be honest like to be and and maybe june does value them but maybe he's questioning the value and and we've talked about like the co-optation of their like soft power for other means right like they want to write music and they're getting pulled into all these other things right even with the busan concert we're seeing some of that like domestically right and I don't know. I think it's probably one of those things that's like a complete double-edged sword because as a non-famous person, you see what they have or what they've achieved or what they've done. And you're like you said, in awe of that, or like maybe you want that or you want renown in your own field, whatever that is. And so to see someone rejecting something that you want or you feel that you know, you, I don't want to say gave them because they made their success, but like as a fan that you were like a part of is hard, but I'm sure it's also like not what it's cracked up to be to like end my rambling thought there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I wasn't that clear about it, but like, it seems like a great thing to have until you have it. And then you're like, well, this is a lot. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like artists don't sign up to be role models per se. 
Yeah. But a lot of them are thrust into that light, and BTS are, like, at the highest level of, like, role model at this point. (laughs) All eyes are on them. It's interesting, too, because, like, some artists do not have that role model pressure the same way. So why has it been thrust on BTS? Like, why are we holding them, not we, you and me, but, like, general we, holding them to, like, a higher standard? It's like... I hate to even say his name right now, but like, look at Kanye, like, look at the stuff he's doing. He's like the opposite of a role model. Right. And like, I don't know. Why do some people have this added pressure of, and this isn't K-pop specific or Western specific, but there's some artists who are like scrutinized so much more than others, if that's the right word, or like just held to a different standard. I mean, I think Kanye was, was in a position to be one or was seen as one. And that's why it's so hard to see him doing what he's doing right now. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, but and there's a lot there too. Exactly. When you, when you are BTS and you're like thrust to like the f- forefront of an entire wave of your own culture, it's like you, you have to be the role model. Like you don't get to, you don't get to say no. <laughs> You don't get to say no. Like, you are the first Asian person to do this. You're the first Korean person to do this. You are the first group to do this. Like, you don't have any other choice but to be... Whether you want it or not, you're the role model now. And it sucks, because, like... What do you do? How do you... How do you turn that down? How do you say no not interested yeah and probably the this hurts me to say i'm like actually i'm like oh inserting knife into own chest um like having this really close relationship with army and and this feeling that we know them and i think we do in this discussion of like what is our relationship that you and i have like had like i it creates this extra like because we're extra close compared to the average artist and the average like fan, it also creates additional scrutiny or pressure. I literally, and obviously I'm very biased, but like I literally don't care what any other artist is doing or up to or like being a role model as much as I care about what BTS is up to or doing or being a role model. Yeah. So even though it's like a highly positive thing, it comes with, well is it a highly positive thing i would say yes for me but like for june is it i don't know yeah i mean it hurts to hear every time they say that they have doubts or you know they're questioning like their position as artists i mean they've been saying it for a while now whether through song or like literally just saying it (laughs) it hurts but um I'm thankful for BTS getting to do interviews like this where we get to learn more about them because as close as we are, I do feel like we only know them to a certain extent and they can only share so much with us. Um, Some of those things I think have time limits on them, like the enlistment, which I feel like they were trying to hit at for a while. Um, But they had to be, you know, closed mouth about it 
but I think there's some things that they just choose to not share with us and they have that right to do so. And when they want to, they will. And um, I feel like sometimes they do it through interviews like this or, you know, through the Weverse articles. So I'm happy when we get to have these conversations. And I'm happy that BTS are getting the respect from artists that they deserve. That there's artists out there that recognize BTS as the talent that they are, right? We were just talking about Chris Martin thinking that they were, like, cringy. <laughs> or, you know, talk, talking about the comedian that was, like, dissing them back in the day. Like, yeah, I'm thankful that there are artists out there that can treat BTS with the respect that they deserve, right? Like, thankful for Pharrell doing this interview or, you know, how, like, Meg treats them or how Coldplay has treated them now that they have people that they can actually, like, rely on or call friends because there's so many fake people in their freaking life or people who want to use them just for financial gain or clout, whatever the heck you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine, like, the emotional and a sincere relationship with an older, more experienced... Not that being older immediately makes you more experienced, but, like, a more... Like, the relationship between, like, RM and Pharrell, like, imagine how fruitful that can be, even compared to relationships he has with other people. Like, I'm sure... He has people in his life who are important to him emotionally um, or like he confides in them, but they're not musicians. They're not celebrities. So to have like a tight relationship and we don't even know, like we're extrapolating. We don't know how tight Pharrell and RM are, but from this interview, it seems like they are like these people have been there and done that and they can understand kind of the exact thing you're going through you know like or if not exactly like if you're feeling musical burnout like in the case of rm you know like pharrell says don't put too much pressure just keep doing it keep trying new things like that advice is like what you need like you need mentors in general exactly (laughs) to sum up my long rambling point imagine the richness of that mentorship yeah that's exactly what i was just going to say you need mentors Um, and how enriching coming from someone that he's looked up to, as he said, for so many years, right? He's taught, he said he was talking to his idol. Like, I just think it's cool that his idol is as invested in him as Namjoon's invested in him, right? Like he was saying, Pharrell was saying in 2018, when people were just getting hip to BTS in the US, right? Pharrell was like, F this event, let's go make music. Like, that's what he wanted to say, right? I just think that's, like, super cool that in 2018, Pharrell was that invested in BTS. Like, he, you can tell he, I mean, he even brought up that, like, I think you guys are, like, thinking about, you know, your position in the industry and, like, what you're doing. Like, okay, did he watch the, did he just read some articles about it? Did he, like, watch the BTS Festa video? Like, how does he know this, right? Like, not everyone, (laughs) not every one is clearly that invested in bts you can tell when other celebrities are just like oh you know i just i love you guys or i love your music and then you ask them like well what's your favorite song and they're like "Mm, 
that's so loud that was so loud of you yeah you know like I don't know I just thought that was so cool I mean it was cool for me seeing someone as someone who was a fan of Pharrell as well just seeing like two of my favorite artists sitting there and having that conversation it was just really cool yeah yeah agree agree completely Pharrell just seemed really I mean, both of them, but like you said, it just felt really real. I'm sure there were things they cut, but the candidness, the candor, candor, anyway, was so, so refreshing. Right. And he wasn't like sitting there like he was too good to talk to Numjoon or whatever. Like yeah. he was like looking him in the face, like he was actively listening to him. All of that was just so important to me. I'm like, this is a great this is a great interview. And the mentorship aspect, I was going to say this, is going both ways. Like, the mentor is learning as well. Like, he was saying how, like, he's only had a few songs that have impacted people the way that, like, BTS is song. Like, I don't even know if that's true, <laughs> right? I feel like Pharrell's pretty influential, but the humility and, like, just kind of acknowledging that, like, he has things to learn from, like, RM. Well. Yeah, it was just sensational. Superb. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. I'm looking forward to this album. It we've, was also. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say we've watched. We've watched. We've watched Namjoon grow over the years, and we've seen from his mixtapes how he's grown and his style has changed. So I'm really curious to see what Namjoon in 2022 sounds like. Like, he was saying, like, this is, like, his official body of work, so I'm just really curious what he's going to present as what he considers his official body of work, because I feel like we hold mono, at least. (laughs) I mean, I enjoy RM, but I feel like as a fandom, we at least hold mono to, like, a high regard. (laughs) Um, You're really loud again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I just, you know... I mean, not just himself, don't even really F with RM, so, shoot. What you gonna say about that? I don't know. <sighs> but anyway, um, yeah, we, like, hold Mono to, like, a high regard. I don't think we think of, like, you know, their previous mixtapes as, as as things that aren't, like, official releases. Like, Hope World exactly. official to me. August Deepa official to me. So I'm interested to see what he, he thinks is going, or what he what he's going to present what's going to be different from mono what's going to be different from rm i hope we get that track that he like deleted and had to like do all over <laughs> like That's was he 10%. able to recover that i want to know <laughs> i feel the so 10% bad. remaining <laughs> yeah violence i hate it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh Last but not least, we're getting MCRM. Yes. What's the show translation title? Is it like uh, Encyclopedia of Useless Knowledge or something like that? It's a long one. The Mysterious Dictionary of Useless Miscellaneous Human Knowledge. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like that might be a direct translation. We got to get something snappier. (laughs) This is what what all K-pop is coming. I'm like, let's shorten this. This is what all K-pop is saying. I'm sorry. 
what does this abbreviate to? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we haven't had like, was he considered an MC on that show? Anyway, we haven't had like Nam June on a variety show in this manner since. Um, God, what was the name of that show? Yes, problematic, problematic men. I will never forget the name of this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering if he's going to flex his sexy brain, as he would say, <laughs> on this show, like he did on the previous one, because I did enjoy that one. Terrible Catch title. Making hard eyes at my TV from December 2nd onward. Terrible title, but great program. <laughs> I don't know, like, it, as MC. I don't know what that means versus like being on the show. Like, right. is he doing voiceover? Is he the facilitator? I'm curious what his role will be. Cause yeah, I want maximum RM sexy brain time for real. It says it is a program that explores humanity in the world from various perspectives and brings the viewers on a journey to discover facts they did not know about themselves. It's a follow-up season, um, which was about crime knowledge. I'm doing true crime podcasting. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's cool. Like, he's doing something, I don't know, a little different. I'm excited to see what what he's going to bring. And this picture is so adorable. I want to squish his cheekies. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. No thoughts had empty. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, actually, many thoughts had full, but yeah, I'm excited to see what this show is. Um, <laughs> finally, I told you that I would need to set aside a few minutes to rant about this, and I know this is a long episode. I saw this tweet, and I wish I had it open right now, so I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, BTS decided that they're going to experiment and try new things in their chapter two, and Minyoungi has decided that he's going to be a problem. Like, I am personally victimized every time user August D updates his Instagram. We had, we've, we've talked about it before, but, like, I know how you feel about, like, the Yoongi cat agenda, and I won't expose you on the track again, but, like, he's literally a cat, and then he's just, like, toying with us endlessly. Like, <laughs> these photos, like, he knows what he's doing. This floopy-haired nonsense, like... I saw it on TikTok first, and I was like, that's a crazy edit. And then I, like, toggled to Instagram, and I was like, <laughs> like, not an edit. Like, uh, yeah, he just drops these, like, black and white art thirst traps and then decides to leave. And it's not even, like, a thirst trap in the truest sense, but it is a thirst trap, and I will not elaborate. Yeah, people were speculating that he was, like, modeling for some fashion brand. I can't remember. He was wearing it during the NBA games. Is it Valentino? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his jacket was Valentino. I was allegedly just looking at the NBA stuff again yesterday. <laughs> so I'm like, does this have to do anything with that? Or there was speculation that he was like, I don't want to say copying, but emulating like another artist. Um... Yeah. Which is why I was assuming it was an album cover, because it was some, I think, Japanese album from, like, the 80s or 90s. 
Yeah. So I'm like, what is he? What is he doing? And now I'm like, all right, Jen had on a wig. Are you wearing a wig? Like, is that all your hair? <laughs> no, I don't know what's real. <laughs> We've entered another dimension. Is it extensions? I just assumed I was like, oh my god, like perm Yungi's back. Like we're here again. But now I'm like, maybe we're maybe it's not. <laughs> I don't know if it's, like, cute aggression. I just, like, I get mad. I feel played with. I, I I truly cannot explain it, but, like, I just feel like I'm being toyed with. My emotions are being toyed with. Like, <laughs> words are failing me. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm like, are you just, you're just taking these photos? Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I just want to know. Like, what is, what is this for? Yeah. Well, and then also, I get, like, it's it's laughable to me that, like, okay. So, like, I've seen a lot of compilations on TikTok lately of, like, Yoongi, like, busting his butt at the choreos. Like, he's so good at choreos. Like, I mean, they're all amazing at choreos, but, like, unofficial dance line member, right? And, like... <sighs> People always joke that, like, Yoongi, because of that clip, that he was, like, conned into joining Bongtan and, like, dancing. But when I see these photos, I'm like, okay, can produce, can sing, can dance, can rap. Looks like this. Like, there was no other fate. There was no other alternative that could have existed. Like, he had to be in Bongtan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Bong PD saw this guy and was like, yes. And he's like you want to be a producer and bong pd's like sure 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 yeah whatever you say yeah come over here yeah okay like like no there was no other alternative there was no other option <laughs> this was predestined fate like a man like this simply does not exist yeah. it's like Tay being a strawberry farmer or whatever right like <laughs> in no future was Tay a farmer you know what i mean like <laughs> he'd be the most strapping farmer in all of Daegu but like it just wasn't happening you gotta be an AU for that oh there <laughs> definitely is I definitely just exposed myself on oh. track oh you read it okay <laughs> oh yes I've read that thing. <laughs> but I mean Tay was gonna be a farmer that is factual the right. strawberry part maybe not <laughs> We already had our fanfic episode, but slide into my DMs if you want the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Longer Yoongi is it. Um, thanks to a friend, I now have a framed picture of him in my home. So What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pause the track. <laughs> Take your computer, run to this area of the house. <laughs> No. I'll show you later. Yeah. But uh yes. I'll be waiting. <laughs> um he is now immortalized in a frame in my home, so it's iconic. <laughs> it's iconic. I'm not looking forward to the day he has to cut it. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. I don't know if it'll be in a month. I don't know if it'll be next year. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> So I'm going to enjoy it while I can. 
Do you ever feel pissed off at how hot Bangtan is? Like, does it piss you off? Do you feel angry? I can't explain this irrational anger. Do any of our listeners feel frustrated? I don't know if it's, like, pissed off or just, like, like I'm losing my mind. Because <laughs> it's, like, so unfair. I'm, like, legit pulling all my hair. Yeah. Like, it's yes. not fair. It is not fair. No. <laughs> that's, that's how God I God or the universe or whatever celestial higher power went way too hard when they made Bong Tan. Like, you know those videos of people, like, pouring water into, like, a bowl and it's, like, this is what went into, or, like, the Powerpuff, Powderpuff, Powerpuff Girls, where it's, like, you know, sugar, spice, everything nice, and then whatever spills in. I'm, like, okay, well, like, save some water for the rest of us it's a drought over here like, <laughs> please there's like beautiful and then there's like bonkton i don't know it's like next level and it's funny because they're definitely like no it's like us having money and i'm like money does not do all that it can do some stuff but like <laughs> when they start trying to like talk down on themselves and they're like oh, like, other members, you know, look better than me, or, like, people don't see me and think that I'm this. I'm like, put your fist up right now, because we're squaring <laughs> up. You want to fight, don't you? <laughs> like, what are you saying right now? I'm literally about to freaking pull every follicle out of my head one by one because of you. What are you saying? Uh... Truly. Every <laughs> single member. Every member. It baffles every, me when someone every is like, okay, this isn't a good photo. I'm like, show yourself then. Like, every member. Fine as F. Every single one. In fact, I think we've talked about this, but like, what is in the water in Korea? Like, for <laughs> real. Especially, like, I think we were talking about, like, certain friend groups or whatever. Like, even non-members of BTS. Like, <laughs> specifically i think you and i were chatting about like the 97 you know like friend group or whatever exactly what is this what what's what what are the chances Again, like <laughs> spare, spare one drop like please exactly in a vial a drop of water from 1997 please anyway this episode has become unhinged but there was a lot to cover <laughs> yungi brought me here so blame him <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah, that'll do it for today's episode of Girls of Fun. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.